Welcome to You're Right, There Is a Better Way. I'm Melanie Hill, the business relationship coach. I will show you how using your unique human design can be your ultimate permission slip to create a business that you love unconditionally, feels fun, easy, and aligned. You can let go of doing it everyone else's way and trust that your way really is the best way. Now let's have some fun. Hello, beautiful ones, and welcome to episode three of the podcast. So today I have a special treat for you. I did a call with a friend, colleague, and client of mine, Rachel Nelson. She is a fabulous, beautiful soul and an amazing grief coach. And she and I have been coaching for several months now on her personal human design and talking about all things business, relationships, parenting. And uh, this call today is awesome. We go over how she has learned to slow down and what that has done for herself and her business and her sense of peace and calm in her life. We talk about her fabulous emotional authority and how she has learned to use that, slow down, take more time, feel into things, and how that has really shown up for her in so many areas of her life and so many other amazing juicy things about her design and her business and what she thinks about human design and how she is even learning to apply it to her own clients in her grief, her amazing grief process that she helps her clients through. So listen in. I hope you learn a ton and welcome to our conversation. All right, guys, today I have Miss Rachel Nelson with me. She's an amazing coach and client of mine, and I'm just going to let you introduce yourself. You can tell us um, what you do and who you work with. I'm Rachel Nelson, and I am a grief coach. And so I work with people grieving. Um, I help support them in understanding their own way of grieving, moving through grief, healing grief, um, and any kind. I don't really specialize in any kind of loss. Um, I like helping anyone who wants to work on their grief and their life in the same category, I guess. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of grief in life. (laughs) Yes, there is. Um, So I don't like to, because it all correlates together. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I haven't kind of niched down within a niche yet. And because I just, want to support people in whatever they're grieving mm-hmm. in their life and support people in loss. And that's, that's who, what I do and who I help. Yeah, Did you I ask really, me one other question? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> just who you work with. <laughs> it was yeah. all encompassed. Yeah. No, I love your niche. I love what you do. It's just so important because mm-hmm. we just don't talk about grief very much. Do we? No, we don't. Um, more, I think we do more now since COVID. Um, yeah. And people are taking like more time. They have the time and they have it's more in our faces. So I think it's an important topic that needs to be talked about more. Um, and I'm also getting my starting in 2020, at some point, I'm going to start my death doula certification to kind of add in as one of my services. Um, to people so like end of life support mm-hmm. end of life planning because it always comes up naturally when I'm working with bet, anyone yeah. who's grieving so I, I it's just something that's always interested me and it started to feel like it's the right time mm-hmm. 
Awesome. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about what brought you to human design. Um, honestly, like, okay, well, I think one of my clients brought it up mm-hmm. and I'd, I just heard like seen it or heard little things on it's like Instagram or social media. And I just started to be like, huh, like, I like this. I like this. I'd always taken the Enneagram stuff mm-hmm. and gotten a different number and result every single time. And I'm just like, I don't, this, I don't like this. That makes so much sense though, because you're a manifesting generator. Right? And now that <laughs> I know my human design, I'm like, of course I would get a different score every time. Uh-huh. I did too. And I was always so confused as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Like I was just like, <laughs> I don't like this. And like, even like strength finders and all of that, I like it, but something about human design was just like, kept calling me. And I did a reading with, I think your teacher. Mm -hmm. And I really liked it. And then I just kind of started like reading more about it, understanding it. And then you and I were in a mastermind together and you were like, I'm doing these six week things. And I was like, I'm in, let's do, I want more. Like, and I'd already know you. You messaged me so fast. (laughs) So fast. (laughs) I was like, awesome. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I came to it. It was just kind of, you know, serendipitous that it happened. And I always love, I've always loved astrology, but this just feels so much more personalized for astrology. It's like, oh, the planets are always moving and changing. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I just really like human design. Yeah. So what do you think the biggest difference is like in your life, in your business now, like knowing your human design versus before you did? Mm. Not trying to fit myself into Mm. all the shoulds of like society and what all the business coaches say and what works for this person. And that has been really, really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. To be like, oh, I mean, I could try some of that, but if it doesn't feel right, it's probably because it's not the right thing for me, knowing my human design, like as a manifesting generator, as an emotional um, authority. Like I've always had, I've always been multi-passionate yeah. and love doing so many different things. And anytime I get like, I stop doing multiple things and I only have one thing. I like lose my joy for that one thing. Yeah. It's like constraining is almost, um, it's kind of counterintuitive, right? Cause a lot of business coaches are like, you need to constrain you need to do it one way. Yeah. Right. But for the man gen, it's like, what? Yeah. And so that, that was always so such a conflict for me mm-hmm. until I really started to understand my human design with you and, um, and be like, Oh, I I remember I worked with this one business coach who kept trying to, I don't think she was trying to get me to stop all the multiple things, but she was just like, you can't say you do all of this stuff. You can't like you, that, that can't be part of your marketing and like your brand. It can't be, that's just not what works for people. Yeah. And I just kept being like, Oh, but why? (laughs) stop doing all these things I like. Um, 
obviously I stopped working with her, but um, yeah. <laughs> it, it's just like permission to be like myself and also mm. be myself in business and be like, yeah, I do. It's like, yeah, my big thing is coaching or coaching with grief, but I'm adding in end of life care. I'm actually signed up to get my human design reading because mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to figure out how that correlates with each person's own unique way they grieve too. And it totally will. Yeah. Yeah. And I also love like property management and I want to do that on the side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I like We've been talking about all these things. People. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I don't have to like distill myself down to just this one thing and this only thing. And that mm-hmm. has been so freeing to be like, I can work on all of these and they can still be done really well. Cause I think so often we're told by society and all these other things, like, well, you can't ha- do all of these things well right. and mm-hmm. be successful. You just have to pick one mm-hmm. and focus on that one thing. And that has always felt so constraining and confining to me. And then knowing my human design, it's like, oh, no wonder that feels so constraining and confining because it's not who I'm designed to be. Yeah. And it kind of burns you out, which is, yeah. Yeah. No fun. Yeah. And that's the thing too, like speaking of burnout, like that's what I used to do. I used to just, I'd pick one thing, go really hard at it for like a year or two and then burn out and quit and do something new. Yes. Right. And it's like, totally. that can be the life of a manifesting generator, unless they really learn and understand that they are meant to do lots of things. And mm-hmm. they can do them all at once. And like when you follow your, um, like what lights you up, that's mm-hmm. what energizes the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. And that's been really great in business too. Cause I was, I think when I came to you, I was like, definitely. And we've kind of worked, continued to kind of work that out of me <laughs> being like, <laughs> but they say I have to, you know, like you have to be fully booked first and you have to do this. And then you, mm-hmm. and then that's the only way you can start with courses and stuff. And it, for me, it's always felt like when I look at my schedule and it's like full of one-on-ones, I'm like, oh my God, that's too much. Like, it doesn't feel good as a manifesting generator and all of that. And you and me really figured out like, oh, like I don't have to do it in that succinct order. I don't have to do it like that. There's things I can take that are really helpful, but doing it this one way that has worked for others has been really helpful in my business to feel into what will be not only the best for me, but that will, like you just said, light me up. And then therefore people are like, oh, that's not, you know, like they're into that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two things you said there. You were like, what lights you up will attract other people and you feeling into things. Tell people what that is about. How you learn uh, to feel into things and why. Yeah. I love <laughs> in human design, like knowing your authority center mm-hmm. is I found so helpful. Um especially because I think it's taught out of us in so many ways. Um, Yeah. So for me, being an emotional authority, like Mm -hmm. really feeling into what my emotions are saying and taking time with them. 
So if something feels really bad, not just initially, but that kind of icky stays there, that's been really good to be like, oh, okay, this might not be the right thing anymore. It might've felt good a while ago and it, excuse me, doesn't anymore. Or, oh, this feels really good. I'm going to sleep on it for a few days. And if I still, if it emotionally still feels like centered and exciting and, but calm, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is, that's where I make decisions from. Yeah. And that making quick rash decisions isn't always the best thing for me as an emotional authority. And that's been really cool to give myself permission. Yeah. And to just be like, no, it can, that decision can wait and I'm going to feel into it and blah, blah, blah. Know that like that permission to do that just feels so different than I think what I was taught and what's out there of like, you need to make decisions super fast. Especially in our industry, right? Yes. Yeah. In the coaching industry, it's like the powers in the decision in the now, but for an yeah. emotional authority, like there really isn't a whole lot of truth in the now moment. Cause you're right. You're just writing that first big wave of emotion, which could mean very little. <laughs> like yeah. you said, calm was the main thing you just said there. That's like the, the most wise thing an emotional authority can say is once I'm calm, right. Yeah. But I still, I know what else I'm feeling, but once I've gotten back to that calm, then I know I'm in a place where I can decide totally. and it will be a wise decision. Totally. Yeah. And I, I think that, I think that we fight against that a lot, mm-hmm. like taking that time to really feel in, mm-hmm. um, and especially not only in the coaching industry, but like kind of the self-help industry, it's like, oh, just feel into the now and you'll know how, like some of the BS mm-hmm. jargony stuff that get that goes out there. And knowing my human design, I mean, like, well, that's kind of BS for me. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Um, cause how and- many times have people, you know, gone off that first emotional wave? Cause they don't know any better. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they get stuck. I say stuck, but you right. They get, they get into this maybe coaching package or this program or this business decision. Right. And then it's like, they can beat themselves up with the fact that you know, they're not feeling into it or something's changed, right. Or it's not working for them and it should be right. What's wrong with me? Like all of that can really come into play. And it's like, well, you're just not believing enough. If you were believing enough, it would work. Right. It's like, well, (laughs) yeah, it might not be true. And I think for, I think for an emotional authority too, like, um, being able to not only feel into the emotions, but like really think about the all the options yeah then yeah you want you want more information like being able to really bring in more information and feel Mm -hmm. into that information has helped me so much um and like you a few like I don't know a while ago you were like I want you to just write down all of your ideas and then just let yourself feel into all of them and whichever one feels like feels fun and exciting and you still, and, but also calm, like centered around those, 
those, the balance of the two, mm-hmm. those are the ones that then you do, or you focus on. And that's been so great as far as my business and some of the stuff that I'm wanting to create. Like, I think it's also the permission to just slow down Yeah. as a woman, as a human mm-hmm. in our, you know, current culture and state, like knowing that if I slow down and really feel into my emotions and what feels really good for me, it, it's been so big, not only like in my nervous system, but how I'm like interacting in the, like with my family and friends yeah, in such a different way of being like, well, I'll, I'll let you know about that. And totally being okay. Like if I say I'm going to go to a party and then be like, Hey, you know, I changed my mind. I'm just, I'm just not feeling it right now. And not, not beating myself up about that anymore. Yeah. How's that built trust with yourself? Do you think? I think, um, I mean, it just does. I mean, it sounds like you kind of, like you have your own back finally, you know, like, like people, I was having this conversation with a client earlier today. Like people can say like, have your own back. Right. But it's like, but people don't understand that some people don't know how to do that. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not like you could just know, but I feel like learning your authority and learning how to interact with it and trust it and growing that can really help you have your own back. Yeah. Which is really just self-trust. Totally. Yeah. And I think that that's why I love human design so much. It's, it's like, mm-hmm. we, when I first started learning it and I was like, yes, that's totally me and makes so much sense. And I've been fighting against yourself. It's always felt like fighting against myself. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it's like, oh, this is. I don't want to fight against who I am anymore. What if I just learned to drop into that? And it takes some time and practice because of that fighting is like ingrained. Well, it's like you, you have to like rebuild trust with yourself. Yes. Yeah. And so dropping into that trust, like I know that taking time is better for me, you know, and then, and then learning what opens and all just the human design speak kind of Mm -hmm. like the open centers and stuff and knowing how you put it like the shadow side and like the centered side Mm -hmm. and when we're in either and um that's been super helpful to build that self-trust to be like oh yeah and it's okay to say I said yes to something and either renegotiate it or just be like I don't want to do that anymore and letting that other person kind of be in their own space around it. And that's been super like that self-trust that's built self-trust too. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Not making yourself responsible for other people's Mm -hmm. reactions and emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Which you have to be right to follow your own authority. You have to really get out of people pleasing for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what's it like to follow your own authority? Does your mind ever try and take over? Yes. (laughs) What's that like? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like not fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not fun. And I think as I think most manifesting generators would like, know is when it starts to feel that not fun, Mm. not 
exciting. That's that's when I'm like, okay, I what do I need to change? Like, and I can start to be like feel into it, know my emotional authority, know if I need to change or, or I've taken focus off of something that is fun. Mm-hmm. And I need to just maybe switch to that for a while versus like being like, oh, I've kind of just had my head down and overly focused on this thing. I need to have multi-passionate things going on to keep the fun around the things, or do I need to just like delegate it out? Yeah. Like you and me were talking last week about, I was like, oh, this one part of creating this course Mm -hmm. sounds so not fun. And you were like, you will then just hire someone, someone for it. And I'm like, yeah, because if this one thing will make me not want to do it at all. Yeah. And that having that permission too of being like, I don't need to do everything like makes life so much more fun. So much more fun, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 With anybody who has a sacral center defined, which is any generator type, like that's really the best thing you can do is just anything that doesn't light up that sacral, but you want it done, just see mm-hmm. how you can outsource that. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the best gift you can give to your sacral center. Yeah. <laughs> right. That energy center is like making it available for the things it wants to do. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It'll give you more energy for everything for sure. And I think that's been in, cool and interesting for me is kind of like playing between the two, like, oh yeah, I remember this feels so bad when I'm mm-hmm. kind of in this people pleaser or not, you know, really accessing my, my natural human design, mm-hmm. how it feels different in my body and in, um, just the way I operate Mm -hmm. (laughs) and when I'm versus the other way. And so really getting to know like those two sides is helpful also. Yeah. Cause then you can notice where you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, tell me a little bit about the relationship with your business. How do you think it's changed since you have incorporated your human design into how you run it? Well, it, um, it's just, it's actually given it like, it, I kind of go back to the slow down thing. Mm-hmm. Like I felt very, when I came to you, I felt like, why isn't kind of burnt out? Like, mm-hmm. why isn't this working? Um, and so <laughs> learning human design and working with you, like gave me that permission to slow down and really be like, oh, just one-on-ones doesn't work for me. Like I get a little bogged down. I need, I want to expand, but in order to do that, I need to like reset my emotional center almost Yeah. and kind of go into what, what would be fun and feel into those and give myself that time and space to feel into it. And so, you know, we just, you and me, I was like, I think I just need to take like a a break, but not, it's not a full break. It's like, I still have clients, but I'm not actively taking new one-on-one clients. I'm not promoting anything. I'm not um, making offers on social media. I'm just slowing down so I can 
really feel into what the next stage of my business is and the things I want to create and create them from that place that feels so good. Mm-hmm. And that permission to do that was huge. Yeah. It's like you're, you're leaning more into your manifester side where Mm -hmm. you're slowing down. You're not just in the work, work, work generator mode. You're more in the, like, I'm going to slow down and be pregnant with some ideas for a minute and Mm -hmm. marinate. And then I'll come out of my cocoon running with my generator when, yeah, when it feels really right and ready and good. Yeah. And that's what, and it's, it's felt really good. And then my brain gets in the way sometimes because what's it like to tell you, like, you should be working more, like you're falling behind, like all just the kind of BS stuff that is fed to us outside and inside of, you know, in comparison, like, oh, look how much money they're making. You like need to work harder. Mm -hmm. And luckily I know like none of that is true. Like I I kind of am like, oh, like, thank you brain for (laughs) trying to sabotage me a little bit, but we're just chilling right now. We're, you know, we're in that. It's almost like, um, like that pregnant mode mm-hmm. <laughs> of, I can just relax right now and let myself be and take care of myself and know that the ideas, the the generation, the running, like that generator part, that motor needs, it's just like, if we have to turn off a car and refill the gas Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what I feel like I'm doing right now. So that, and I love that you're not in a rush because yeah, like to be a generator is to be in response. And Mm. if you're not slowing down at all, then you can't be in response, right? You won't even be able to see what's coming into your field you know if you're not driving slow enough if you're speeding on by totally right exactly Mm -hmm. yeah so you're going to be more powerful going more slowly Mm -hmm. which can really feel like a big you know mind cluster at first you're like what (laughs) oh my god in our culture it feels like that a lot Mm -hmm. and I mean so no one out there no Melanie knows this but no one listening unless they know me personally. <laughs> I live in Mexico for most of the year. Mm-hmm. And so part of why I love it here is the pace of life is yeah. a slow down pace. Well, and your open G center needs needs to yeah. be in the place that feels good. Yeah. So you're even, you know, following your design there. Totally. Mm-hmm. And so I I love that I'm just like putting myself in all of those places, like slow down rest, refill the tank. And, um, and even like, I'm even sometimes like, well, even if I'm generating, it doesn't mean I have to do it at this like hundred mile an hour pace. Yeah, And that's where I've been really feeling into is like, I don't like, I want things to, to have like a steady easeful pace versus like a hundred miles an hour. And then I need to rest for a long time and then go a hundred miles an hour again. Cause that feels like recipe for not working for me in the long run. Mm-hmm. And so that's been really cool to feel into. Cause I think what I was used to before, and then what our 
a lot of things that are, you know, out around surround us say, is that how it's supposed to be? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's not, I don't think that's how it's supposed to be for me. It's supposed to be this really natural balance of slow and steady. And then when I ramp up, but it's not to a hundred, it's to like 50. Yeah. <laughs> so I can still really enjoy everything mm-hmm. in my business, in my life. I think that's so good with an emotional authority in general is to just realize that you're really probably not meant to go through life at like, like you said, like at a hundred. Yeah. Full blast. I know a lot of people with an emotional authority, they, they come to me usually and they're like, just always super reactive Mm. and like actioning their way through life a lot, Mm -hmm. right. To try and maybe run away from some of those emotions. So yeah, that's part of what we do, right. Is we just stay in the action mode because, because too, like, it's kind of a way of running away from ourselves. Yeah. You know, it can be more comfortable to slow down. Totally. And it's so funny because I was in this group for a while prior to all of this. And I've been kind of unpacking a lot of that, but one of their things that now that I know my human design and my emotional center, like it goes against yeah. who I am so much, but it was like, the answer is action. Just take a new action. If you're stuck, mm-hmm. like action, 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 action all the time. And it's been so human design has helped me kind of like unpack and unwind so much of that, mm-hmm. that like, there doesn't need to be constant action all the time because, because of literally what you just said, mm-hmm. it actually cuts me off from myself and from truly feeling or addressing things that might need to be addressed. Yeah. You're an emotional authority. If you can't feel your feelings, right. What are you following? Yeah. Yeah. So that's been super. So like, it's actually been really calming mm-hmm. to my nervous system. A lot less, yeah. Cause your nervous be, system like, lives in your emotional center. Right. So totally, when you're like, I don't need constant action, constant yeah. doing, um, like even today, it was a big weekend of action, but I was like, I'm going to go sit in a hammock for two hours <laughs> with my little chihuahua and just, and he sits right on my chest and like, like emotional support. And I was like, this is all, this is the only action I need right now mm. is just slowing down, calming myself down and I would have never before I think human design given myself permission to even do that. Wow. That's so good. That's so good for probably almost everybody listening to hear that. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what we're all doing, right? We're just going, 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 and it can be really hard to give yourself permission to slow down, but that, that is what human design can do is just give you radical permission to um, become reacquainted with what you actually want and need. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And then do that and then see like actually how it really freaking works. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Completely. I think that's why I love it. Yeah. I remember it's still the first like three things I ever was fully in just, just response to like the whirlwind it created of like results. Mm -hmm. It was just Every time I got on with my coach, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. This can't be real. 
And she's yeah. like, you just need to shut up and just do it. <laughs> like I am, but still like my brain was just really, you know, just fighting so much with it. Yeah. And I still notice it want to do that, which is really cute, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that's, I mean, it's just such an incredible tool to just really, yeah. Give yourself radical permission to just give yourself what you need. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like be yourself. It's, I think it's like, we touched on it before, but that's, I don't need to fight against, which is so hard on our nervous system. I think. Yeah. Like fighting against who we are and what, who, like the rules we think we need to follow and should follow and all of that. Mm -hmm. and being like oh like I don't need to do that anymore mm -hmm. <laughs> I can actually just be myself and things could work mm -hmm. really well and they do yeah they work yeah. a lot better yeah. yeah awesome well what would you want someone to know who's maybe wanting to learn to trust themselves but like scared they'll get it wrong or it won't work like what, mm. what would you have told yourself six months ago, year ago? Oh God, like a year ago. I mean, still like this, I think slow down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're so, we all get so caught up in achieving and then the next thing and the next thing. And I think if we kind of like pump the brakes a little bit and, you know, maybe not for every human design person, but I'd still think there's something really valuable to that, to really just like slow down and evaluate and trust that in that, like slowing down the like you get to see parts of yourself better. Yeah. Yeah. And humans yeah. can help that. It really does. And like, what would you tell somebody who's maybe scared to slow down and see different parts of themselves? Yeah. Um, so you don't have to do it all at once. Mm. I think people think slowing down means like you stop everything. Yeah. And you just quit. <laughs> Yeah. Um, or it will like, it'll slow everything down or like stop it all. Yeah. 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 And, um, that's not, I don't think that that's true at all. Mm -hmm. Um, we just mix it up. We just kind of get mixed up around that thinking and that even if they just, if something is not feeling like good anymore, maybe just push the pause button on it doesn't mean you can you have to quit and come back to it but it's like kind of that little bit of slowing down mm -hmm. helps that just get used to it's like baby steps and slowing down instead of pumping like putting on the brakes right away mm -hmm. and coming to a screeching halt it's just like little baby steps little baby steps yeah and that's yeah that is kind of how I coach too I'm like we can start to, you know, play with your authority in ways that are small, mm -hmm. like 
you know, feel into like what you want to eat that week. <laughs> what do you want to wear? Right. Like you don't yeah. have to start with how do I run around in my whole business? Right. Like it can be, it can be a lot, um, more like fun and playful yeah. and it doesn't have to be scary and big. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think those are the things that make the the biggest changes, right? Like it's the Mm -hmm. small things that make the biggest changes over time. It's not just the big change once. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Was there anything else that you were like dying to say today to everybody? No, but just get your human design chart read. It's so good. I just, I think it's so helpful for anybody interested, if you're interested at all, just go, go hire Melanie or <laughs> look up your chart and you won't know what it means. So then you'll <laughs> <read> it. <laughs> and give me a call. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Rachel Well, tell everybody how they can find out more about you and your amazing work that you do. I, um, I'm currently basically just on Instagram. It's Rachel Nelson, R-A-C-H-E-L-N-E-L-S-O-N underscore. Um, and that's it. That's where I hang out. I haven't been other than like just stories of my sometimes daily life and my chihuahua and my kid. Y'all it's worth it for that alone. I promise. Yeah. I love watching her life. Um, <laughs> That's all I've been focused on now and so relaxing. resting, but, um, there's a lot of other good stuff that but like, how there. much wisdom is that for your clients? Mm-hmm. How much your grieving clients need to rest? Oh, rest is I probably within the first year to three years, the most healing and the most important part for people dealing with major loss and grief, mm-hmm. they need a lot of rest. So I'm, I'm modeling that right now. Yes. Resting a lot, which is like giving everybody so much permission, Mm -hmm. but I have on my Instagram, I have a lot of great content, but I also in my links, I have a free grief 101 that's available on there that people it's about a 45 minute video. People can watch to understand just some of the grief basics to help them. Or if someone they know is struggling with grief and loss, it's really helpful to, to watch that video also and how to support them, how to support them. Yeah. Cause I love, I do. I really love helping other people know how to support other people grieving. Yeah. Um, so I post a lot of content when I am posting about that also. Awesome. Yeah. And I'll have stuff. It's all being you're being planted in my resting period and I'll have a lot of cool stuff coming out next year at some point. Awesome. Yeah. Y'all go follow her. You're not going to want to miss out on all that amazingness. Yeah. I know about a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Oh, it's going to be so good. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Rachel. Thank you. Hey there. So I hope you enjoyed that. And I want to take a moment to invite you in to my three-month coaching container. So if you have been loving what you're hearing on the podcast and learning bit by bit from me and want to dive deeper, I would love to invite you to a connection call with me. You can go to my website at melaniehillcoaching.com and find the 
little link that says schedule your connection call with me if you want to talk about my three-month one-on-one coaching container where we get to really dive deep into your personal human design and you get to learn yourself inside and out. You can become your own authority. You can do all the amazing things that Rachel was talking about and even more with your own business. You can create a life and a business that feels like home and is done your way and your way alone. So much self-trust and self-intimacy. And I cannot wait to see you on that call. If you have any questions about my container before you hop on the call with me, please email me at melanie at melaniehillcoaching.com or you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is melaniehillcoaching and you can find me on Facebook as well. And I can't wait to chat with you.